Welcome to Likeability. I am so glad you are listening today. This is episode number three. This episode, will, we will continue to look at how likability helps strengthen your influence at work, at home, and in all of your relationships. Let's jump right in. How can we be assured 100% of not being likable? That's easy. Be a jerk. I came across a great article on Forbes.com by Dana Brownlee entitled, Don't Be the Office Jerk, Evaluating the Likeability Factor. A short section reads, It's amazing how far you can get in the workplace by simply being extremely likable and easy to work with. While skill proficiency and industry expertise certainly matter, she writes, most leaders would rather have someone on their team with B skills and an amazing attitude than be saddled with someone with A skills who has developed a reputation of being a real jerk. Dana goes on to assert that the secret that most leaders won't tell you is that they often consciously or subconsciously tend to mentally filter employees into simple categories. Those are two categories, easy and hard, meaning easy to get along with and hard to get along with. This is a great article and you should find it on Forbes.com and read all of it. So let me ask this question, how can we be (laughs) non-jerks? Should we talk about that a little bit today? I, I, I really think so. Let's look at the official definition of jerk for a second. Now, in my whole career, I'm not sure I ever thought I'd officially look up that definition, but here it goes. The definition reads, an annoyingly stupid or foolish person and or an unlikable person, especially one who is cruel, rude, or small-minded. Well, I think that about covers it. I don't want to be any of that. How about you? I bet, though, you have been a jerk before, and I know I have. And we both probably regret it, don't we? Let me go back to something said in an earlier podcast about emotional intelligence. And by the way, just as a reminder, you and I can work on our EI and strengthen it. It is pliable. It can be shaped to help you and me to be more likable. That's great news, huh? I said in that earlier episode that for us to use EQ or EI as leaders, managers, or just people in relationships, we should realize how EI helps us. Let me list those uses again for strong and healthy emotional intelligence while building likability. Number one, we said it can preemptively relieve stress. Number two, it helps you to communicate effectively. Number three, it helps you and me to empathize with others. Number four, it helps us to overcome challenges. It helps us to diffuse conflict. You know, all it takes is the ability to pick up a few key social skills that build emotional intelligence and you and I are growing in our development of likability. So I want us to look at these five factors again, now through the lens of not being jerks. 
emotional intelligence and its development in us can, number one, preemptively relieve stress. Now, being a jerk will ultimately bring on more stress. Unlikeability is not a state of being that any of us wants to stay in permanently. Number two, EI helps us to communicate effectively. You know this, but I want to remind you that jerks lose respect quickly, which shuts down communication. You know, the, the word communication actually is rooted in the idea of creating community with someone else. Unlikable people are not heard in a way that creates community. Number three, emotional intelligence helps us to empathize better. Jerks don't care. Jerks get unlikable quickly by losing all sense of others and losing any sense of exhibiting benevolence. Number four, EI helps us overcome challenges. You know, those with healthy balance in their emotional intelligence don't act abruptly or wrongly in the middle of crisis or challenge. They are balanced and respond to crises in a very non-jerk-like manner. Likeable people aren't jerks to others when the heat of crisis is upon them. And number five, emotional intelligence helps us to diffuse conflict. Non-jerk-like behaviors don't manifest as excuse-making or in blaming. Jerks are excuse-makers. Jerks are blamers. Likeable leaders take conflict head-on and in stride. They try to carefully resolve it, not blame someone else for it. So let me give you a tip for today. <laughs> it's easy. Don't be a jerk. Don't be that rude, cruel, and small-minded person who needs to be right. Be likable. Let me say that tip again. Don't be a jerk. Be likable. Of course, stay tuned each week for tips and concepts about likability. And before we go today from this episode, let me tell you about some helpful resources to help you grow as a likable person. As I've mentioned before, please visit my personal website, drrickforbus.com, where you will find learning resources. You'll also see some projects I'm involved in, some of a humanitarian nature. Also, check out Trove Inc., T-R-O-V-E-I-N-C.com to learn more about coaching and training for professionals and to read the bios of some of my favorite people. And watch for upcoming episodes where some of my friends and I will read some short passages from my newest book, Likeability, The Secret Sauce of Leadership Influence. And lastly, if you have a topic you'd like to talk about on this podcast, send me an email at trovecoach at gmail.com and we'll see if that will fit with our planned programming. That's trovecoach at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, Likeability. Please tell your friends where to find it. And remember, you can work on your likability to create greater influence and impact on your relationships. Until next time, this is Dr. Rick Forbes.